0: Welcome back, baseball family. So I talked about how we're going to do uh, a factory reset fantasy draft. Um, but before we do that, Jewel texted me the other day with an interesting question. Go ahead, Jewel.
1: So I was on the Twitter sphere, as per usual, before the Twitter bed.
0: Machine, I love it.
1: Yep, before bed, you know, scrolling through baseball Twitter. <laughs> of course. Um, trying to get the Mets' attention to be their next manager, but. Um, I saw this awesome Twitter feed, like, that the question was, who would you rank as the second best player of the last decade after Mike Trout? Because Mike Trout is number one de facto best Mm -hmm. player in all of baseball. Injury, not injured, of the last decade, the best player in all of baseball. Mm -hmm. Um, So, I shot this question to you. I'm like, I need you to tell me who the second best player is, but I also want to rank all these guys. Um, So, those guys are... I'm not gonna give these in any order. Betts, Mookie Betts, Miguel Cabrera, Buster Posey, Clayton Kershaw, and Bryce Harper. Okay. So who for you, let's let's go five to one.
0: Five so to one.
1: Yeah, let's go okay. bottom to your from your sixth best to your second best after tr- number two after okay. trout.
0: My number five is Buster Posey.
1: My number five is Mookie Betts.
0: Whoa, really? Yeah. Next I have Bryce Harper. Ooh,
1: next I have Buster Posey. (laughs)
0: Let's see. We could do a whole episode on this. Oh we could. (laughs) And then next I have Clayton Kershaw. Uh,
1: next I have Miguel Cabrera.
0: And then I have Mookie Betts.
1: Okay. My third best is Clayton Kershaw.
0: Wait, so my third was wait, I had I had Kershaw at three. Did I miss somebody? How many are there? Five, no, there's right?
1: five. Yeah, so this is your. So now we did. So Betts was my five.
0: So I had I had Posey, Harper, Kershaw.
1: So I had then I had Betts, Posey, Cabr- or Miggy.
0: Okay, and then I have Betts as my number two.
1: I have Kershaw as my number two.
0: And I have Miggy at my number one.
1: I have Harper. As my number one.
0: Really, legitimately behind Mike Trout. I legit
1: 2015, 2021 MVP. Six years apart for MVPs.
0: I get it. That I mean, part of it is that he came up so young. Um, Yeah. And I, I, like, I've said this a hundred times. If I've said it once on this podcast, I love me some Bryce Harper. Oh yeah. And it it hurt me putting him at number four, but. Mookie Betts does so many things well that, like, like to me, I consider Bryce Harper just, an, like, a little bit of a negative defensively, and I could, I'd put Mookie Betts at a plus. Um, at the plate, uh, I feel like I'm going to have Mookie Betts hitting more for average. And don't get me wrong, Harper hits for average, and I love it. I love I think his Harper's going get, to
1: get on base more, and Harper's going to just do more, like, Ta- well, I think they're both going to do about the same intangibly for yeah. your team. Well,
0: um, they both are just like so high up there on like the cool factor that I would yeah. put them both on first team all cool. ML, like MLB all cool.
1: Oh, 100%. Like imagine sure. an outfield of Trout, Harper, and Pet Betts. <laughs> <laughs> Insane.
0: It'd be like whoever... a, uh, a Backstreet Boys concert with all the girls in the in the crowd.
1: Oh, yeah. Like, like I feel like bad. Like the for outfield whoever... seats
0: would sell out every single game.
1: Yeah, I mean, who's going to fight over right field, though? Like, is Betts <laughs> going to say, you've won two MVPs, so you get right field, Bryce? Yeah, right field.
0: I'll I'd take left. Betts. I'd probably put, uh, I don't know, because this is the thing, is they both have cannons, so you can put them both in right field.
1: They're all so who's faster? Who's
0: faster? Who's faster?
1: Mookie's just like a superior athlete,
0: so I put I keep him in right for that reason. I put yeah. I put Harper in left, but you're still going to get that cannon from the corner at home, like that Sespitas throw from years ago. Oh,
1: that was nasty!
0: <laughs> and then
1: I I had to put Kershaw number three. I had to.
0: I did. I had Kershaw number three on mine. Like as well.
1: Kershaw, Kershaw is by far the best pitcher we've seen in the last fifteen years.
0: Yes, yeah, he like, was he was incredibly dominant. And the thing is that it's like really frustrating looking back on his career is that like all those postseason issues that he had um, really tainted his legacy. Oh yeah, and then especially like what the Astros did to him is really yeah. really upsetting.
1: Yeah, no, legitimately I legitimately upsetting. I agree. I, Kershaw is by far the best regular regular pit, regular season pitcher. Probably that we will ever see.
0: Could be. There's, there's, no one,
1: there's no one else right now in the MLB that's even close. Except for his heir, Walker Bueller.
0: I like that guy too. That's the thing is I hate that these guys are Dodgers because I, I like them a lot. I like Bueller. I can't wait for Trevor May to come back. But anyway, I digress. Um, okay, so I said before that if something catastrophic were to happen with the CBA, this is like our... Our factory reset, but no. What we're doing is, the situation is two expansion teams have been brought into Major League Baseball, and um, and we are we're having a we're holding a draft, and no players are protected in this draft. Is what's going on here? Uh, I have to give credit to where it's due. Uh, this idea actually came from Nate Moore in the mailbag. Thank you. Shout Nate, out to you, for, Nate Moore, for the. The fun that we're going to have today. All right, now I thought I had a coin, but I do not because I do not carry change on me. Instead, Jewel and I are going to flip this kangaroo Jr. for President, 1996 button. We're going to flip this um, heads, obviously because the head on the side. Jewel tails yep. is the back side of the pin. Call it in the air. I'll I'll let you know what lands on the ground. Ready? All right. Now. Yep. Heads. Heads. It is. Do you want first yes. or second pick?
1: I want second pick.
0: Okay, then I will go first. So we're going to start. We're just going to go through positions, go two through nine, designated hitter, one starting pitcher, three relief pitchers, a closer, and a manager. We're going to take a break in there somewhere as well. But here we go. Let's get to it. First, for my catcher, I'm going to pick JT Real Muto.
1: Oh, yes. Thank goodness you did that. So I – oh, that really changes things. I want (laughs) – Catcher is one position that I'm willing to sacrifice offensively because I want a guy who knows what he's doing behind the dish. And for that, I'm taking platinum glove Jacob Stallings.
0: That's a solid pick. I, I actually spent a lot of time on this one, but I, I kind of wanted a balance just because I lived through the Mike Zunino era.
1: I, he, he's on my, <laughs> list. He is on my list. He's on my list. He's actually my number one option.
0: I considered putting him on there, but I was like, I just can't justify a 115 hitter (laughs) (laughs) when you've got these other guys.
1: But the glove, the defense, the the pitch calling, the framing.
0: And the managing the pitching staff, everything about it is outstanding. But the Phillies do call JT, they call him QB1 for a reason.
1: That's true. No, and I'll take Stallings because of the glove. And the glove plays for me. He's a little bit younger, so... Okay. This this is a team we are building to compete for three to five years.
0: Yes, three to five years at least, at the very least, if not beyond. Okay, go ahead with your first baseman. Who you got?
1: All right. I am taking Vladdy G Jr.
0: Vladimir Guerrero Jr., the third. Solid pick. Um, I'm going to take uh, the reigning world, or not the World Series MVP, the National League MVP. No. Freddie Freeman wasn't the National League MVP. He wasn't in anyway, twenty. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I'm going to take Frederick. Okay, yeah.
1: Okay, he was my taking, second. He was my second option for first base.
0: Taking Frederick because talk about intangibles. This is going to be a clubhouse full of leaders, and we're gonna we're gonna win it yes. all. Yes,
1: <laughs> Freeman's a good one. I he was my second pick. All right, who are you taking for I, second base?
0: Second base. Um, I can't. I've got two here that I can't decide between. I'm going to go younger. I'm going to go with the younger guy. I'm going to go with Ozzy Albies. No!
1: (laughs) That was my guy! (laughs) (sighs) Okay. Well, I guess I'll take a leader then. I will take Marcus Semyon.
0: He was my other guy.
1: (laughs) MVP, (laughs) you know, if I need to. If I need to move him around in a couple years, guess what? I can move him to third. He can play short. If one of my guys gets hurt, he's... He, he's beautiful.
0: Versatile. Yep.
1: Um, at third base, I – so right now I'm looking at Stallings, Vlad Aguero Jr., Marcus Simeon. I'm going to take uh, – I'm going to take a perennial guy. I'm going to take Nolan Arenado.
0: So this is funny. So he was at the top of my list. I actually crossed him off because he was my default. He was the first guy I immediately thought of. But the only problem I had with him is that he is, and I guess not too big of a problem, but he's 30. And there are other guys who are considerably younger who are great, great options at third base. Like for me, um, I I I actually went with Austin Riley.
1: Okay. Okay, that's um, that's interesting. I with, I thought about him, but I'm like, man. The, when I was doing this, I'm like, man, the Braves have a lot of talent.
0: They do, and looking back, like going through, it's like well, no wonder they won the World Series. This team's awesome. This
1: team they're loaded. so good. <laughs> and they're so young.
0: <laughs> they are. They're really young, and I sh- I think the rest of the National League should probably be concerned next year.
1: Yeah, because, no, especially like, when they're healthy.
0: Yes. Because this is the thing—is like you look at the like the opening odds the next year, right? And it's like, well, of course, like you're going to take the the defending champs to be like towards the top, you know, uh, close to the favorites. But this but is a team that didn't have
1: Marcelo Zuna. This team didn't have Ronald Acuna Jr. They're going to bring back Freddie Freeman. They're they're going to pay Freddie Freeman. They're not letting him go anywhere.
0: Hmm. So this was one of the things that actually sold me on Austin Riley. Here, I had to I had to pull this up. Was um, sorry, it's not. Things aren't aren't really cooperating for me here on on Baseball Reference, but um, one of the big things was his uh, defensive runs saved. That he was actually like absolutely outstanding with defensive runs saved. Um, was it? Yeah, defensive runs saved above average. He was. He had thirteen. Cabrian Hayes. Led the league with led Major League Baseball with 16. Ryan McMahon had 13 as well. He's tied for second.
1: Yeah, that's pretty darn good
0: defensively. And that's third base is hard.
1: Oh, yeah. He was first team. He was a first team all MLB for many reasons. He's very good after being counted off almost, you know, just a couple seasons ago as a bust.
0: Well, and the thing that's funny too is like going into the World Series, like somebody like me who like casually follows a lot of east coast teams just because those games are typically over by the time i get to turn games on, you know. Mm-hmm. Like Austin Riley going to town in the playoffs, like who's this dude?
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: You know. But looking into him more, he's the Braves are set. They're set at third base for a while.
1: All right. He's only 24 I'd... years old. Yeah, i think i know who you're taking at short, so go ahead and do it.
0: Carlos Correa. What? Yeah.
1: I for sure thought you were going a different direction here, but I mean, I guess that for me opens up. He's on my list, actually. He was like, he was my backup. Um, but I guess I'll take it on Nino. Hmm. <laughs> just because I, I, I feel like I have to.
0: Yeah, and <laughs> right now, Correa is thought... a more polished version, I feel like. Like, oh, that yeah, piece 100%. is more electric. Tatis is more electric, that's for sure. Yeah, and this but, is an energy um, play.
1: This is an energy play for me. I'm taking Tatis. Yeah,
0: 100%. I like it, though. I'm a big Tatis fan. All
1: right, and left field, I'm going to go, because we're at seven, right? Seven, uh-huh. left field. I'm off. Okay, hold on.
0: Before we get into left field, I kind of okay. took this approach as like a guy who, an outfielder who could play left field, right? Who could oh, play I the corner well? I took like
1: a left fielder.
0: Okay, all right, go ahead.
1: Like a traditional left fielder, I'm gonna take because I mean, obviously, my team's making the playoffs and I gotta win. I'm gonna take Randy Rosarena. Okay, he's young, he's fast, he he's good in left, so I'm taking. Yeah, it. and
0: Rosarena. he was on my list, but then I was like, well, I could like move an outfielder over to left field, especially a guy who's as good and as athletic as Luis Robert.
1: Okay. Okay, I didn't think about the. I didn't think about the White Sox at all for my outfield. All right, who you, so, who you line up in center next?
0: And Mike Trout.
1: Okay, yeah, yeah, that makes
0: sense. <laughs> There's nobody else yeah, <laughs> with the yeah. first pick.
1: Yeah, if you're taking Mike Trout. I guess that makes sense. Um, well, a guy who could play center. Can I take Ichiro? Can I take kind of like Rewind? He's
0: got to be an active player. Oh, dang it. <laughs> uh, Each wasn't that great in center, though, I felt like.
1: He wasn't. He really wasn't. He was wasn't. way
0: better in right.
1: Oh, he was amazing in right. Um, a guy who could play center and play it pretty darn well, I'm going to go ahead and take Mookie Betts. <clears throat>
0: Mookie Betts. Mookie Betts. He was my backup at center. Okay. Who he you took Trout, I was going to take Betts. Okay. Um... Go, sorry, go right ahead. Field. With right field, right field. Oh, go ahead. With right field.
1: You know who I'm taking in right field? Baby Shark, Juan Soto.
0: Yeah, I figured. Yeah, I. He was he was top of my list too. Um. All right, last pick, and then we'll take a quick break. Um. So my my right fielder, I'm going with Ronald Acuna Jr.
1: Nice. My backup was actually Aaron Judge for right field
0: interesting pick yeah interesting pick from a staunch yankee hater
1: i know but
0: (laughs) he's
1: so good
0: he is really good he is so good
1: stupid good and like fans love him he's tall he's handsome
0: yeah it's true everything you need everything you want in a right fielder (laughs) all right let's (laughs) take a quick break we get back we will start with the dh and finish things off Welcome back, baseball family. We are doing our expansion draft, our hypothetical expansion draft. Um, So it is my pick. We're on to the designated hitter, and I'm going to throw you a little bit of a curveball here, Jewel. On who I'm taking as my DH, I'm going to take El Nino as my DH. Is that is that against the rules?
1: Wait, I already took El Nino as my. I know that's
0: but it's like a different position. Is that?
1: No, we can't. There's not two El Ninos.
0: Oh, that's true. You're right. Then I'll take Otani.
1: Okay. I knew you were going to take Otani, <laughs> so I'm actually going to take Bryce Harper.
0: Mm, that's a solid pick.
1: Harper was solid my backup. Because I used him as outfield. And...
0: I would love to have Bryce Harper as a Mariner, as a DH. Like, oh. so bad. So much. That would oh.
1: That'd be perfect. Alright,
0: all right, go so ahead. You... Who's your starting pitcher?
1: If we're going in a one-game series, a guy who I know is going to age well, I'm taking Taking Derek Cole from the Yankees. Oh, yikes. He's going to age. He's going to age super well. The Mm. talent's there. It's always been there, whether he was in Pittsburgh, Houston. Or now in New York. Yeah. It's there. It's great. And he figured stuff and, out,
0: post-sticky stuff.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yep. Dominant.
0: Yeah, dominant. he is. Uh, I don't think he's as dominant as my guy, though.
1: Who are you taking, Who are you taking I'm as your taking starter?
0: Jacob DeGrom.
1: DeGrom was my next pick, but <laughs> the health the health worried me.
0: You know what, though? With what you get when he is healthy, I'll take it. I'll take Oh the yeah. Well, he yes. even like
1: score, like the all the runs in the game too when he starts.
0: He I know the, the, dude won, the dude is one. the The dude has won game single handedly. Yeah. And you he, you know, and he does feel older than he is, but he's only thirty three.
1: Yeah, he's he's still relatively for for a starting pitcher.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think he but just he's... needs to
1: cool it off a little bit. Stop trying to throw a hundred, and you know, settle <laughs> with 95, 96.
0: Yeah, that's a good tall to tell guy. Take a little off.
1: <laughs> I would for Garrett for Degrom's like long term like. Tone
0: it back a little bit. I don't know. I'd still have him bring it. I might just monitor his pitch count a little bit more because you can't have him going deep into every game, even though he's perfectly, obviously, like, capable of it because oh, of, yeah. he's in the situation to do it, and you kind of need him to. But I might, like, dial that back a little bit. And, like, let's, like, have you go five, and then we'll cut it regardless and yeah. build up a bullpen around you. But,
1: exactly. Which but it's tough is, to do that we- dominance. Yeah, next on you. Who's your first bullpen piece?
0: Um, Kendall Graveman is my first bullpen piece. I don't know why I went with him first, but I decided to go with Graveman as my first reliever. Okay.
1: I'm going to take... Um, I'm going to take Devin Williams from Milwaukee. The 2019 <laughs> runner... Uh, 2020 rookie of the year runner-up.
0: Okay. Um, my next guy. (laughs) Um, I was in love with the Mariners bullpen this year. I'll be honest. I'm gonna go with Casey Sadler.
1: Okay. Okay. I would if I was. I would if anyone from the Mariners bullpen. I'm not taking him. I would have taken Steckenrider. Well. Or Seawold or anyone he else. He may
0: or may but... not be on my list.
1: <laughs> okay. The next guy I'm going to take um, as a reliever. As a reliever, I'm going to take a Rodas Chapman.
0: Oh, that's <laughs> that's nice. And you know what? That That's funny because I was looking at him. And I was like, you know what? I'm not in love with him as a closer anymore.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: but for short relief. The so setup I'll, throw man, out,
1: I'll throw him out there in seventh, eighth.
0: Yeah. A so lefty. Him to get six out, but he'll get three for sure.
1: Yeah. yeah, a lefty a that man. you can rely on? Yeah, 100%. Yeah,
0: definitely. Okay, my next guy, I'm going to go with Will Smith.
1: And we, we're doing three relievers, one closer, right? Correct. Okay. Um, so my next reliever I'm going to take, and this is another guy, same British Chapman, who I don't love as a closer anymore, but I still love the guy, is Kenley Jansen.
0: And, yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. Uh, he, yeah, as a setup man, yeah, I take him.
1: Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I would not want to see him in the eighth,
0: mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. Well, it's like what the Mariners tried to do with Diego Castillo, right, as a setup man. Oh, I oh, think yeah. they tried to see him as closer, but then he was, was later a setup man, yeah. But no, he's a good, a, he's a very a good, good choice, setup man. yeah, good choice. All right, um, let's see here. So, so you're first on closer,
1: okay. So I got my bullpen of Chapman, Jansen, and Devin Williams. I'm going to take a fan favorite in the Mad Hatter. I'm taking the back end of the Brewers bullpen and taking Josh Hatter.
0: Because mm-hmm. I think he
1: is the best closer in the National League. And it's not close.
0: You can have him. You can have him. Because um, I, want... I want Paul Seawall
1: <laughs> the energy is so good, with Paul Sewell.
0: I love that guy; he's awesome. So, uh, real quick story about him. So, we were sitting next to the bullpen when when I took my son Wilson to the game uh, when the yeah. Mariners were in town. You know, it was the Saturday night, game. yeah, Saturday night game of that of that weekend series. And um, I don't know the bullpen catcher's name; Baez. It's like number six or sixty six or whatever, like that. And. Uh, and a ball like straight went between his legs, hit the wall, and then came back and hit him in the back. And Seawall turns around. is like, "Hey, come on, get down, work hard." It's <laughs> like the like the tr- like the traditional, <laughs> the traditional like coach coaching up his, yeah. his catcher. You know, just, come on, get down on that six. Come on, work hard. I hated
1: that. Like I this. played catcher. The very <laughs> first position I played in Little League was catcher, and that that gives me trauma. That gives me <laughs>
0: bad memories. All right. Ooh, no, it, it was ooh. funny because I, I could tell he was joking. But anyway. All right. Um, my I mean, who's so your, first who's your manager. Manager. Um, I've got to go with, with Joe Madden.
1: Joe Madden. Okay. I'm going to take Mr. Analytics. I'm taking Kevin Cash.
0: Hmm. Yeah. See, and like, so my reasoning behind Madden is I feel like he would be able to find a creative way to bring all this talent together and make them play as a cohesive unit and find some creative way to use, you know, mix up that outfield, work with that oh, yeah. talent in the, in the infield and things like that. So that's, I guess oh, no, that's what with him, man, Cause the, the dude is just like, there's something going on up there. And I don't know what it is, but
1: yeah, no. Right. And that's, that's a lot of the same reason I went with Kevin Cash, because Kevin Cash can make a hundred win team out of, a $40 million payroll.
0: Yeah. yeah. Kevin Cash or the front office. I don't know which one it is. Whoever it is is doing a great job down there, though. It's, it's a, <laughs> Kevin
1: Cash is <laughs> back-to-back finalist for AL Manager of the Year. And then yeah. his system is now spreading mm-hmm. to Toronto. His coaching tree is, like, expanding with quality coaches. Like,
0: Yeah, that's true. Is he, is he going to be, like, the Bill Belichick of... MLB, where, like, guys are like, oh, you coached with Cash? Come on over. 100%.
1: Like, uh, Cash like, is one of those um, guys. Who, and,
0: who's the coach of the Rams right now? Um Sean McVay? McVay, yeah. Like, oh, you were friends with McVay in college? Come on over here and coach. Yeah. Oh, you're from the McVay
1: <laughs> coaching tree? You were his, you know, third his assistant boy. linebacker's coach?
0: <laughs> yeah, that's what's going to happen with Kevin Cash and his coaching tree. So those guys are going to be all over the league. And it's yeah. going to be – uh Yeah, it's going to be impacted by him. Okay, so real quick, my team, starting from my starting pitcher down through nine, I have Jacob deGrom, JT Romuto, Freddie Freeman, Ozzy Albies, Austin Riley, Carlos Correa, Luis Robert, uh, Mike Trout, Ronald Acuna Jr., and Shohei Otani coming in at DH, all managed by – Joe Madden, oh, and relievers, Kendall Graven, Will Smith, Casey Sadler, and closing it out with Paul Seawald.
1: And I took um, Garrett Cole on the mound, opposite, Stallings behind the plate, Vlad Guerrero at first, Simeon at second, Nolan Arenado at third, Tatis at the Keystone, no, that's second, my bad, um, Tatis at short, <laughs> <a> Arena in <laughs> left, Mookie Betts in center, Juan Soto in right, Harper at my DH, while Chapman, Jansen, Williams all handle the bullpen duties, while the Mad Hatter will close this game out and ultimately win the game and keep us going in the playoffs, all managed by Kevin Cash. For your Jackson, Mississippi, River Cats.
0: Oh, the the River Cats. That's solid. That's solid. Jackson City, so,
1: Jackson River Cats.
0: Okay, so I went with Charlotte.
1: Of course, and that was my yeah. second pick.
0: And they're gonna steal their color scheme from the Hornets. They're gonna have a similar color scheme from the Hornets, but they're gonna take a name from the KBO, and they're gonna be the Charlotte Dinos for no other reason than the name is awesome.
1: That's that's true. No, that is why I like the River Cats because Jackson River Cats, and you know, for me, Mississippi was like the perfect place because it's like tucked down in there in the south. Mm-hmm. It needs some more baseball down there. Yeah. Imagine going to, like, a Rivercats game in Jackson, Mississippi. Imagine the smells from that ballpark and that block on
0: It'll game day. Yeah.
1: Just some southern blues music on the corner. <laughs> Jazz. Oof. I think it's Beating a good way to go. I like game. it.
0: I like it. And all so... the highlights
1: would be a guy, like, eating a rib, catching a foul ball. <laughs>
0: 100 percent absolutely 100 percent very good well baseball family let us know what you think about our teams uh how horrible are we at drafting or how great did we do and what do you think about our team names i'm the charlotte dinos and then you have the jackson uh river what was the river cats river River, yeah yeah the jackson river cats uh let us know and heck if you want to send us your your team and your team name Send it on over, and we'll read it off on the podcast. You can do that by jumping in the mailbag at baseballtogether.com, and there's a link in in the navigation there. There's also always a link in the description down below the episode as well. Catch new episodes of the Baseball Together podcast every Tuesday.